Blog Talk Radio. From the Boomer and the Babe studio at the Feeding Arizona building in Youngtown, Arizona, it's time for Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. Success or Failure is the show that gives you methods and principles to guide you to your best business and your best self. Now here are Tom Legering and Terry Munther. Tom Legring at sunny Arizona, Sun City Country Club is where we're broadcasting from today. Um, Dr. Terry Munster won't be joining us. He is, uh, as they say, up to his elbows in work. He's uh, back out of retirement uh, for a short time helping out a smaller school district in Washington State up in the Spokane area. But he will be joining us next week. But uh, today we do have a Terry with us uh, as a guest, Terry Summers, and good morning, Terry. Good morning, Tom. You want to just give a little background about your business and what what you're doing? Um, That uh, I started out doing regular mortgages and then began to work for Bank of America, or working for Bank of America, and when they started a pilot for the reverse mortgage division, they asked me to be a part of that, so I started the pilot doing reverse mortgages, and that was a, a great career move for me, especially being a, uh, that I wasn't a retirement age yet, but old enough to have kids, and really had that added the perspective to my life to really see where I was at and how important it was to begin to prepare for retirement, and and really you can kind of step back and see the full view of where everybody is financially, including myself. Um, but now uh, some of the bigger banks have gotten out of the reverse mortgages, and I work for a company called Security One Lending. That's just, but um, I exclusively do reverse mortgages. And uh, but on the side, just learning about business and how important it is to stay, just just to become successful. And I've enjoyed your book and the format there and a good path to follow. Just for me personally, as um, and and it's been a good view for me in my life to be able to really see. Where are you going if you don't have a path? <laughs> you know how. <laughs> so I've really, it's it's nice to have a good guide to follow, and that's where I could say the the book gives gives you that. And when I read it, I really liked the perspective. It just kind of narrows it out. I started business, and I was, you know, glad to work for a corporation and good companies, and um, and meet remarkable people and see so many different scenarios in people's lives. I've seen business owners, I've seen people who didn't have a plan, and so from from my position at work, just personally, where I got to see people going, not going, where they were stumbling, where they were going straight, people that were successful, and knowing after what my family had been through, how I really needed that, and I really began to study successful people, just watch what they were doing, and one, I've always seen, they do have a plan, there was no getting out of it. I remember my boss said, you know, do a business plan. And I was like, oh, that was the last thing I wanted to do. I thought, what a, just I thought that, I wasn't looking forward to it. thought it was going to be hard, and, and it was one of the single best things I ever did was to step back, get that good overall perspective. And I see that as one of the steps Bye. in this book. And just, just um, 
I got to say, I really, really enjoy that uh, to know where you're at doing that business plan. And so, in in business, that that may be what I do, you know, on the side. But I know for me personally, I needed some direction myself, and that's where I really grew to respect the book and, and appreciate that for for. You know, at work we get a lot of coaching, but we don't get a lot of coaching on our personal to, to pull all those other avenues together. So this is where I really appreciate this. I, I think uh, what we're talking about is the book my, for my son and I, uh, Success or Failure, The Choice is Yours. The idea behind the book is to put in as few words as possible so that individuals can do the things that they need to do. And what I try to get people to understand is your life and what you get out of it is tied to your job or your business. And you, you want to run yourself like a business for a profit. And the idea of what is a profit, I mean, uh, profit in, in a lot of people's words are, are bad things, the greedy corporations and all this stuff. Well, profit is, that's, that's why we have a better way of life because somebody wants to do something produce a better mousetrap or do something that makes people's lives better that the greedy entrepreneur gets to do that. Well, as an individual, we have to be greedy too. We have to want, we only get to live life once. And if you're only going through this and it's not a dress rehearsal, we better get the best out of it. And that's what I try to mention to people. Success or failure, the choice is yours. Success, by its definition, is achieving goals that you've set. So it doesn't matter if it's business goals you have, I need to make this many sales, I have to sell this much product, I have to do this for my company, and then I have benchmarks to say I'm on my path and I'm doing so much every day. In order, If I'm behind, I call more people, I work harder, I work smarter, I put all that together, but I'm on a plan, I get what I'm trying to achieve. Well, that's being successful. I get what I plan for. But what I'm trying to do with the book in Success or Failure, you can make all the money in the world and still be a failure. It's what did you do with your life and are you getting out of it what you want and Therefore, so that you can put more stuff into other people's lives, so that you I can, can tell make you, this better. That was better. one of my greatest appeals about this book, is because, come from my perspective, I, you read and you get so much business knowledge, and you see the success there, and you love the structure of the business world and how orderly it is, and you see how it begins to run like a fine-tuned machine, and then you want to take that home, and it feels chaotic. Mm-hmm. And you wonder how in the world, and I don't see, I see some, you know, the self-help books, the, the successful books, all of that. They, they talk about the balance, but I can't say they actually have a really good outline for it. And I honestly don't think I have ever seen one just lay these out as simply and concise, just fast, that I've run into. That it, it encouraged me hugely to see somebody else, other successful people really do map all that in there family. It's right in there and, you know, height is well, important. Go, go through those. It's, this is page seven in the that book. personal, just the personal, who am I? That, yes, take care of myself. Like you said, take care of yourself. If you're not strong, how are you going to, you know, that it's okay to take care of yourself. You, you Sometimes, especially moms, tend to take it's care of everybody. It's imperative. You take care of yourself. Imperative. 
imperative that you take care of you first. You can I, number one I, successful right yeah. there. When you it's like you, you give them permission to stop and take care of yourself, you actually can take some of that burden off of okay, I've taken care of everybody else, but um, do you have? Uh, but to stop and take care of yourself. That's and that I must do it. Not I should do it. I must do it. Right. That kind of it, it changes that. It does make you in that decision in the morning. You're running around, but now I know I must. That was a good guide that gave me permission to do that. It gave me, and it really begins to strengthen you right there. That starts to take care of your clarity, everything. The, you kind of calm down. And, and, and I realize if I'm not strong, I really can't be there for my kids, for that, my for my business, for any of that. That 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 is the whole point of of what we're talking about is the fact that it's impossible to give from nothing. So if you are constantly being a giver, which means you're t- being taken advantage of, because if you're not getting anything, then you're not really a giver. You're just a source for other people to get things that they want. And that is not successful unless you decided that I just want to be a, a punching bag and uh, have everybody abuse me and that makes me happy. If that's your plan, I don't want to, I, 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 I think you need a psychiatrist, not not my book. But the idea yeah, is... Yeah, can go off into different yeah, levels, but you, doesn't that You really take care of yourself first. You, you build things and you have your self-time so that you know that what you're doing and you have an abundance. The idea is to have abundance of time and some wealth so that from that you start giving. You don't give you can't give from nothing. The only person that, that was able to do that was Jesus when he had twelve loaves and fishes and he felt <laughs> fed the multitudes. We are not on that plane. Right. So we have to get the food to feed the multitudes if that's what our job is, if that's what we're trying to do. And all I'm trying to do is get people to understand it's very easy. It's very difficult to live a life that is constantly in jeopardy and constantly having people pull you in different directions. Because when I go to Eve's place to teach victims of domestic violence, I teach them 10 two-letter words that are not mine, but they're, they're generally accepted. If it is to be, it is up to me. Now, that means I'm in charge of everything. I'm in charge of my happiness first. Then from my happiness, I can extend that to other people. And that 11th two-letter word is no. (laughs) So when somebody is asking you for something that you do not want to give, it's very simple. No. Or even if I wanted to, but I know my plate is full. Yeah. I just have to say, you know, I just I just know right now my plate is absolutely full. So even if I wanted to, I just can't right now. And not to be afraid to say it, to know that people understand that, to defend yourself first, take care of yourself. I have done that where I've overspent myself. And then one, but again, some of that experience. But it's really nice to just right. see that, that, that step in there, personal, absolutely take care of yourself first. So what we've done, we've put in... Uh, that also six, gave six me a diff- format to teach my kids. That's something else I teach them, too. You must take care of yourself. Right. I mean, and see, as a mother, that's what you want to really be able to give your kids. You want to know that your job is to put them on a path so that they can go out and be successful. And be successful I'm teaching them those and, tenets, those and, roots right, of being successful. And they get the idea of what it is that they want in their own lives. And that's really what the point is. So we go through personal, um, 
And, fin- and then financial. Financial, family, physical, community, and spiritual. And I didn't put spiritual first for a very good reason. It is the all-encompassing. Only after you've looked at your whole life and everything in your life do you bring spiritual in because it covers everything. If you start the other way, you, you'll get lost. And then, and well, and I think for me, that I kind of, uh, it may depend on where you came from, because for me, that's been my source of strength. When, it, I'd say that you had gotten me through some t- horrible, traumatic things. It, it will. But, um, see, mm-hmm. it, the point is, it gets you through problems, but, and I'm not saying that if you do it in the other, in this order. The order, I want you to know, is very well, I thought it out. For a purpose, it's very purposely done. I like. And I looked at them all evenly. That was because I have all of these issues in front of me daily. Mm-hmm. But the nice thing is that you that what this is truly what encouraged me is that I have to take care of all these things daily. I have a family to take care of. I have business to take care of. I do have church stuff to take care of. I have community events and things to take care of. I have extended family. I have friends. I have my finances to take care of. I'm a homeowner. All. How in the world do you balance some of that at times? And then there's times when you don't feel successful and you wonder, am I not doing... This not only, one, encourages you that, yes, you're still being successful. If you didn't get this done today, really, that I have that the thought of, I'm, I am covering all those bases. I may mm-hmm. not cover them all today. But, but that feeling of success, that it's okay to think about each of them and to put them in their place. And I started to... You, you will start to naturally time block and manage them, and it all becomes easier. But when I knew that was my spectrum, that's what I needed to work in, mm-hmm. and that was my focus, that I really wanted that well-balanced part, because business can teach us how to be successful in business. Oh, yeah. But to balance all those other things that were so important to me that I've never felt successful at anything, if I'm at work and I'm just, you know, doing wonderfully, you know, getting picked for programs, doing just, just great, but if I'm out of balance at home, I do not feel successful at all. If I'm not taking care of my family or if, you know, there's community things that I've been involved in and if you feel like you're just missing the bases, but how to time block them, how to consider that each of them have importance in my life and that as long as I've, uh, that I feel like I have them all in my bowl and how to balance them. Sometimes I've just time chunked them, but this is looking at all of them and balancing them all well was to me what really helps bring success, to know it's okay to do it, to care of myself, take care of my family have that balance. If I had to take two days off of work because I had to take care of my family, I counted that as valuable because it was part of my success. It was going to make me successful in all these other areas because I took care of that that was highly important. The balance, I, I just, I love the structure of it, that it's important and that true success, if I really wanted it, I got to keep that balance and it was just, and how to juggle it, how to time block and then the steps of how to do some of that, too, because some of it was just like, you just get it, you know, just how in the world am I going to do we, that? We get overwhelmed, and that's, that's why understanding you, your needs as a human being, as an individual, and, I mean, God put us down here to be happy. I mean, he didn't put us down here to be abused or to have people take advantage I mean, of it. It's doable, isn't it? And, it's and, doable. Yeah, but, <laughs> see, we, we, it's... Sometimes our parents don't teach us the proper things. Sometimes they see things in families. The little kids see things in families, and they think that's how everybody is. But 
what what we're doing here with with what we're trying to do with the book is get people to understand that no matter where you came from, what your circumstances are, it doesn't matter except how you react to it and how you decide from that experience that you've had. How do you, how do you get the things and how do you get started? So first is personal. Is I am a person. I have to be first. Uh, and that sounds being being uh, hoarding or or you and know. You, yeah, we worry about our am I being self centered? Yes, yeah, but self, actually, you're selfish. the only person in charge of yourself, and yeah. it really is your job. Yeah, that see that's put perfectly. It's your job. Your job is the business of you. Right. And I so don't want to be if needy. you're happy, yeah. Then you can help other people, and so what? What I've looked at different words to put this in, and, and the the way I say it is: success is a progressive realization of a predetermined goal. So that's I'm progressively reaching. It's not I want to be successful. Let's see, I'll put two dollars down and I'll get this lottery ticket. That. That might be your plan, but well, it's not get the one. That, vision. If yeah. I only had enough money, I would be happy. Yeah, and they find out if that I, that doesn't work. So the other yeah. thing is is to have the predetermined goal and then progressively move towards that. And actually, the achievement of it is not necessarily the answer because as you're moving toward a goal, it's totally okay to decide I don't really want that. That isn't going to make me happy. So the answer to happy is, what is what is being happy? Happiness is wanting what you get. So if I have my goal and I'm successful and I get that, then happiness is I'm happy with that. So it doesn't mean that you just have to keep making more money or getting a better position at, at work or having... Uh, well, you can't have too much health. So there is a time that that you want to look at your own physical being and take care of it as much as possible. I'm I'm 75, and part of what I'm looking at is my bucket list. I found out I had my hundred things, and I got down to 38. And I said, Well, what happens if I run out of things to do? <laughs> so then, so I, that's the end of my life if I don't have anything to do, right? So I start putting more stuff on so I can keep on going. Oh, that's fun. That's <laughs> so, fun. You know, but that's that's part of what we're looking at. I mean, it, after, you know, because I'm 75, so I've done a lot of the things that I needed to do in the past, so I don't have to do them now. But I've decided success or failure part of my life I'm a failure because I can't retire. I don't like it. I tried it seven times and it doesn't work for me. So I'm back that's working. That's not a failure. That's very successful that you manage to stay happy. Yeah. You yeah. find something. that Don't you think it's the balance? That when you realize you have stayed in touch with this balance and that that's your guide if I am going to be able to balance all these things. And I've been in a place of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. We're going through life trauma. Yeah. And then coming out of it, that physical and that's trauma one of those too. In, just incredible. But you can get through it. And this type of an outline, this type of a guide, is one of the biggest distinctions you see when people are not being successful. They don't have a plan. They don't have a direction. They don't have a general even outline or guide in their head. 
And then sometimes when you are successful, how do you know you're successful? But when I sit back at the end of the day and say, these were all things that I can see, when I look at those, if I had all those covered, am I going to really feel like I'm in balance, like I'm anchored down and I feel like I've, I've kind of touched all those important things? And, and to do that at the end of the day, I can honestly, no matter how busy the day was, even if I missed doing something, I can still say, I feel like I was in touch with all those things. I feel like I'm looking at all of them. They're all on my agenda for the year. I know where I'm going. It feels so different, so much so I have that feeling of success. Whether I've achieved all those goals on my bucket list, mm-hmm. I can enjoy today because I, I have a plan. I'm working on it, working towards it. I know I'm touching all those things. I'm working. It feels so good to be there. I have been in a place where it wasn't. Yeah. And I feel And so you were out of control, you right? You didn't have yes. any control of you. And even though the world's spinning around me and I felt like, you know, you're, you're, you're the door and the wind just keeps spinning it, you can find ways to put a doorstop in that. Mm-hmm. You really can, and, and you have to. So, yes, some things will happen to you. There's, you know, floods and storms that happen to people. There's illnesses that happen to people, things we cannot control. But even in the, in the middle of that, we can learn to keep that successful outlook mm-hmm. that you can come out of it. You will come out of it. And being successful is stay in this course. That word staying the course of really what's going to make me successful. It's not going through it. Hardship is just a bump in the road. Successful is a mindset. Uh, actually, it's every a mindset. Yes, it's, it's, you, it's something that you're working for all the time. And the goal is to make yourself happy so you can make others, so you can do well for yourself and from the largest that you develop, you can give to where you want. And without getting too deep into government, I don't really want to give, make a lot of money to give to the government so they can decide where to put money. I prefer to be in a position where I can make just enough for me and my family and then be able to do and add to other causes that are meaningful to me. Like, I like to work with Eve's Place for uh, helping victims of domestic violence, and that's the time commitment that you make. There's there's also an emotional commitment that you make yes. to do that. That's a hard and thing to see. and uh, then the other thing is working with autistic kids. I don't do enough of that, and I would like to be even more successful so I can have more of those kind of programs but I have hired people now here at Sun City Country Club to actually work on uh, tournaments that will raise money so that we can teach autistic kids. You know, we oh, have a program. Great. And the proceeds from the book go to this as yes. well, which oh, is real, that's tremendous. That's, that's what, I mean, this, this is not, I, did, I didn't write the book as a, as a uh, for-profit idea, and I, I wrote it, these were things I put down that I was going to pass on to my kids. and I have Like your cup is full and then it overflows. Yeah. And, and why not share the good knowledge that helped you get there? I, that's, I've been wanting to do some of the same things for my kids. Mm-hmm. So I can see it is, you know what kids without fathers do, they really stumble in the dark. And yeah. so, again, that is where any kind of good advice you get from people who have already walked that path is so good to have, mm-hmm. super good to have. This a benefit of this is it's not a book you read, but a workbook you work in, work it on. Workbook. I mean, you actually it pick it up, book. write in it, work on it. And I notice that I can kind of work on it in layers. Mm-hmm. You know, you pick up and you can only take so much at one time. And I'm like, you know, I really see that as something I could really work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I touched on that business plan. 
was really something I needed to do. So um, I had done it before, but Mention how get back in there in that workbook, yeah. and, it, and it made me do it because it was a workbook, so I'm going through it. And I'm like, so I knew the importance of doing it at work, but I kind of did it twofold. Did it at work, and I did it at home, kind of a business plan for myself going forward. For you as a person. Yeah, and just my goals for home life and stuff. And, and if, by writing them down, actually gave me a structure that is now in my head that I'm mentally kind of working on, even when I'm not looking at that paper, simply because I actually did the work of putting it on paper, mm-hmm. looking at it all. And I made big adjustments by doing that that I weren't aware needed to be done. It's it's a priceless exercise. Mm -hmm. And if if I just read about it, I probably wouldn't do it. But it's a workbook. Yeah. You've got, there's the lines to fill in. What do you think? (laughs) And then you have to put down what you think about it. And And you can go back to it again. So you do the business plan personally for, you know, some business stuff, which, you know, we have to, you know, we do just naturally or, you know, at work. But, but my plan going forward cause for kids and grandkids, because I, I wanted to be that one. Have you ever heard of kids that say, my parents really thought of me, and they left me an inheritance, and they did these great things? That wasn't by accident. I want my kids to say that. I want them to say, my mother just, you know, thought about me always, and, and I want to leave something for them, well thought out. That's my goal, but I can't do it without a plan. And knowing what you want to leave. See, that's, that's what this does. It forces... You, which is a bad word for this, but it forces you or it gives you the opportunity to look at other sides of situations. So when you say the tool a lot of times... to get it done, that might be what you say. It's that really helpful tool in your hand. Yeah, it is. It, that's it's exactly... A really it's a tool that, to that allows you to, to think about different parts of your life. When you're thinking about your kids, what do we want for our kids? I only wanted one thing for my kids, and I wanted them to be happy people happy with their life, happy with what's going on with them. And as I said, definition of happiness is wanting what you get. Success is getting what you want. But you don't always get happy because you reached your goal. You might find out, hey, that's not such a big deal. <laughs> you, know? you mean yeah, how I got to pay taxes to on all this stuff and people <laughs> wanting or pulling me in every different direction? It's just like a lottery winner. They finally win, but on the average, after five years of, of being a lottery winner, you're worse off than when you got started. I mean, now there's there's enough. They have a little fun along the way, but if they had it to do over and, again, and they, they would have done even, it different. But they even say... A lot of them will even say, I wished it never happened to me because they they were pulled in so many directions yeah. that they really didn't they didn't really have an a a time of consciously knowing what's going on. Just who plans for it? You won a hundred million dollars and five years later you have nothing. I mean that to me that takes a lot of work, but <laughs> <laughs> you know there's somewhere in there, that's there would be something left. That's life without a plan, Tom, yeah. isn't it? That's life that's, without a plan. That yeah. is life going in, and they didn't know what they were doing. They will all say that. They yeah. didn't know what they were doing. Because if you're going to plan to win the lottery, then the goal is, when I do win it, this is what I'm going to do with my time. This that's is how my line is. right there. It's yeah. not financial. And, you know, I went through a season where, uh, you know, I had nothing, and then I had a season where I was doing, you know, quite well. But I didn't have a plan, so I was delighted that I was doing well. Just delighted. Oh, I was just 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 showering my kids with things and just doing stuff and just uh, 
I was having fun. But when I look back, I say, I really, wow, had I had a plan, I would have done a lot better. I would be better off today had I had a plan. That really made and me your realize. your kids might have been better off, too. Yes, absolutely. While they still loved what I did for them, yeah. could I have planned better for them? Yes. Mm-hmm. And again, so here in my goal, in my you know, view of wanting to be successful, wanting to, the, on my last day, to say, did I do the best with what I've got? I have to look at this financial, and I have to sit down and really have a plan. Mm-hmm. And and I now that I feel like I have a plan, I have that feeling that I'm successful. And you know, even though I'm not there yet, but I know where I'm going, I have a goal, yeah. I have that reason to jump up every day and something to work on, and that feels fantastic. And it's a good example for my kids. Right. Which, you know, we, so we didn't come from there. Sure. So can we learn from our professionals around us? Can we pick up good workbooks and, and work them through? Are they beneficial to us? Yes. Huge. Really huge. And can I, and now uh, there's a, a gal I adopted, and she has started two small businesses on her own. Really just phenomenal. She's got good business sense, very creative. But, um, you know, things would change in her life and, and cause her just to stumble a little bit. But if she's got that business knowledge, I just keep encouraging her because she has such motivation and good talent. And uh, so I'm, like, giving her this book and telling her, you have to do this. Get through the workbook. You know, you're not going to take it all in at once. Do it in layers. Do a little bit. Once you soak in some information that you see is really that you need to do, just do that. Do that, master that, and then come back to it. Because you're going to find there's another layer, new things you can keep adding on to. But that, that outline of, of all of those things is tremendous, you, you, just tremendous. You've learned one of the best things about the book, and that is that it, as a workbook, you write in it, and what happens is you get, you get off on a path. Okay, I understand this. Yes, I'm going to do this. And you got your goal, and you're out charging off your goal, but then things you get there, and you're really not happy with with that outcome. I mean, it was right, your goal, right, yeah. but your it wasn't all that you expected when you get it. And you say, okay, now I have it. Well, what's the big deal? But then you can come back to the book and say, oh, yes, I did reach my goal, but. I didn't do enough on my personal side. Oh, don't you love side. that? You know how encouraging that is, though, when you have written it down. Yeah. And then when you come back, because even if you've got to restructure, you're not going to be daunted by that, and it's not going to put you down. It's not going to, you're not going to feel like a failure because you're going to come back and say, that journaling was one of the strongest things for me because I used to just journal a lot of stuff. And when I went back two years later and read that, I was like, who was that Here person? I was thinking I was such a loser, you know, that I was, but look at all those things I wanted to do, I did. Yeah. I, so you know what, I'm going to chalk that up. Done, 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 good for you, Terry. Now redo your list and go do that. Yeah. Because even though, okay, so you floundered a little bit, but did you still check off those things on those lists? Yes. Was it perfect? No. Can I do better next time? Yes. And, you know, and you're like, yeah, he's a great guy. Am I happier guy. because of it? Yes. Am I stronger today because of it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that good guide, and you just, and of course, we just improve as we go. But uh, that sometimes, if you didn't write it down, you don't realize you got it done. That <laughs> is a doozy right there. Yeah. Going back, that's so much fun, yeah. and uh, and it's really an encouragement to your own self. Because uh, there's times, you know, like and I, for your kids to laugh at too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they can look and see. Well, how could I possibly have thought that way? You know, that's what I thought I wanted. If if I just had this new 39 Ford uh, car, two-door, blah-de-blah, and it would do all these things, and it looked like this, and I can go fast. 
And then you get it, and it's like, so, okay, I did all this stuff, but that isn't making me happy. How important you think that is when you're 19 yeah. or yeah. 32 and, or something. And then as you move on, you say, well, I mean, I'd be okay, but it's it's really not the only thing I want in my life. And But that's what being able to do the the personal stuff and getting who you are and what you are and what you want and what you want to achieve and then putting it on financial part, okay, how much money does it really take for me to live the life that I want? And if you have a business, no, it's different if you have a job, but like you're out, you're actually a business, even though you work for a bigger company, you're you're autonomous in the fact that you don't just go in and type up a bunch of papers. You have to see clients, and you have to get their bucket list filled you up. You do get the word out. you got to yeah. go out there and get the word out. Let people know what you do. And, and, and how people. it helps them. Sure, you know, or explain, you know, things. And, and so you do have to be a little self-motivated to get up and go to work and go and yeah. get those things done. You're not micromanaged there just to, to get the message out. Yeah. Now, there's a great deal of... Um, Everything else is is highly, highly, highly monitored. But as far as you going out and getting the message out, that is something you have to be motivated to get up and go do on your own. And just, um, you know, that's what advertising is, is getting out and sharing the word. And when you find any good thing, you want to get the word out and mm-hmm. share those good things. Isn't that when, you're, when your cup gets full, yeah. you begin to start to share those other good things? See, it, that's the whole thing. I mean, some people think they just need to get a bigger cup. <laughs> you know, and the point is, you don't need more stuff. You know, and that's why when my wife and I left California, uh, and we came over here, we decided we don't need that much. We we've, we've got a third of the size of house because it's just two of us. It was only two of us there until we got after we got the kids raised. But now that we're just by ourselves, we like having less. And Less to take care of, you can go play golf more if you, you don't have more. You can have clean. more things, and <laughs> you can go and volunteer more. You know, what are the things? What are the things that are important to you? Like, I was looking at some of the things I do. I work with with the book, trying to help people out with it, and I I do four hundred to six hundred emails a day. Some of it is is with this. I'm a score mentor, so if anybody that's on the show now. Um, just so you know, you can call in. Uh, oh, I, I looked at my watch and I thought we were past time, but we got started late today, so we're still on time. But you, if you have any questions, you can call in to 1-917-388-4162. If you have any questions about what Terry and I are talking about um, or have any questions of how it relates to yourself, and uh, if you or listen to this later, you can reach me at tom at suncitycountryclub.org. That's tom at suncitycountryclub.org. All run together. And just don't make a big two-page question. Make a question what you want an answer to, and I will get back to you on it. Usually I get back to people in 24 hours, but I handle between 400 and 600 emails a day of people are asking me questions or uh, they, they have other things that they wish to discuss. And I'm a SCORE mentor, so I can help you with your business. And by the way, it's free. Uh, 
I do sell the books. You can go online at successorfailure.org to get that information. And you buy them online, get a, um, you can get an e-copy of them, which is the least expensive way, but I would urge you to print it out, and it's, it's not that long of a book. You can work on it. Then, then you need to have it physically. At, I mean, th- this is just how I am. I need to have it so I can physically write on it. And people that don't like to kill trees, then you can do it on the, online. <laughs> so it's, it's totally up to you about that part. But the whole idea of what we're trying to do with, with what we're doing with the radio show and the different types of things that I'm doing, I, I'm at a place in my life where I, I just want to be in balance. I don't want to make a whole lot of money. Uh, I, I know that I have to make enough so that I can provide my family with food, clothing, and shelter. And then after we're done with that, we uh, might want to take a trip or something. So you you want to do that much. But after that, you really don't need as much as it, the great American dream of making a lot of money and getting a bigger house and getting you know two people in a 5,000-square-foot house is really not an American dream. That's, that's just something that somebody's trying to sell American me a 5,000-square-foot <laughs> house is doing. And... The idea is to use, like Americans didn't get to be the most productive country in in history. We didn't get there by having the government give us stuff. We right. got there by trying to limit government's intrusion in our lives by knowing who we are and what we want and not having someone else tell us. And, this and is to what be I, able to be independently strong. And if yeah. each state, city, country, family, home... Person. was Yes, person. ...was str- as strong and independent as you possibly can, yet we all have the same core values, that is strength. That's, the that's government right. was supposed to be an overseeing helper, right. not the, the overruling dictator. And, and, and it's out of control. They have too much money, too much power, and it's just... They keep so taking money, and they're... Yeah. There's, what they're doing is they're borrowing money to give it for votes. And I, I'm really appalled that there's a certain portion of our population that falls for that stuff. But that's the ones that don't have my book. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? you, know? you got to keep it in perspective <laughs> about what's important. You know, if, if, if you this think that... This is not going to teach you to love money. This is not going to teach you to, you know, want to be that. Have you ever read success, success books that just... It is just that goal-driven of I want power, and I want to be the number one and the best at for the clout or or for the for the bank account. I do think you miss the whole word of success, and and you miss out on your life, your whole good life, right? You you miss out on your life and understanding that first of all, if that's what your goal is, if you want to be rich and powerful and, and that, and I have no problem with that. I have no problem with people wanting to do Can that. Just please get the rich and power to have, powerful to have really good sense and strong well, morals. And I, I, think, I think a lot of those people do, but oh, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, you know, because they say, oh, the 1%, they, they have all the money. Yeah, some of them inherited, but most of them, and a lot of them, they earned it. 
They just went out and found what other people would pay for. Right? Why begrudge something that somebody worked hard for? They, they, all the more. Yeah, and I don't care if they worked hard or if they worked smart or if they did a combination. If they did something that the people salute by paying them money to make them financially successful, that, that's, that to me is what America is about, to actually think that the government says, oh, we need jobs. <clears throat> but what do they do to produce them? They go out and borrow money to produce programs to get votes that do not produce any long-term results. They are not running our country like a business. Yeah, they should, right, right. You know, I think I should send a book to uh, go, our president and tell him, how about running your, your country like this? Can we keep it all in balance? Yeah. And let's Just, remember home life, yeah. too. Don't, don't be in there, like, telling us how to live our life and saying that we can't have an advertisement for soft drinks at a, at a high school football game. I mean, the individual... The mom or should be able to tell her kids. Or try to the size of your soda. Well, yeah. we have so many other things to take care of. Yeah. Just simply, like, that's overly, the, the management idea of the government is so excessive that they think, and, and they've lost, they've the, lost, focus they've lost the focus They've lost the focus of where the country and should go. They were go. supposed to be a backup agency to help the states when they needed it, to help run a good military to protect us as an umbrella and other things like that, but not, I mean, they are reaching into our schools, into our homes, into our, the very fabric of our lives, and it has gotten out of control. And the only thing that we as individuals can do, because some people, obviously the majority of the people voted for them, so that's, that's how life is. But the idea is how does the individual, whether you, you could totally agree with how the, the government's being run and think that's wonderful, that's okay with me. I, I mean, that's why we're well, still Americans. Well, we're looking at a successful business plan. Yeah. If you just simply, and, and even, too, we can get emotional in our family life and we can get emotional about the government, but in truth, I've even told my kids this very statement, I want you to look at things a little bit more business-like, just matter of fact. So if we were to take the government and run it in this way, have we kept an even balance, not too much of any one thing, but keep your place. That, and, and if each member, like my, each member of my family was strong like this, mm-hmm. where you don't debilitate some people, overtax them, or make them too needy, or, you know, intrude in their life too much so that they do need you, that's not helped them and strengthened them. That's made them weaker and too much power to others. But if every member in my family is strong, that's and they're each job. carrying their own weight, what a strong family I have. Yeah. How would America then, then or a city or a state or America be any different if we yeah. make each member strong in its own right? You know, the government shouldn't be running the schools. The cities and the states should yeah, be, you know, parents. close to home. And so it's a closer, stronger, more genuine, real, well-run unit. Right. Uh, th- and, you see, these are things that <clears throat> that shows how powerful this little book is. I mean, it's only 60 pages. Simple, and Solid. 30 of them are for uh, the success or failure part, and 30 of them are for uh, your business part. So what I try to do is get people to look at their their business part. And like what we were talking about uh, before is different uh, lessons that you learn from this and being able to come back to it. But a lot of times people... They don't have a plan, and they're not working on things. But one of the things, I, I read uh, Harvey McKay, 
and he was talking about uh, different different situations that people are in. <clears throat> he says, a sales rep and an assistant and their manager were walking to lunch when they find an antique oil lamp. They rub it. The genie comes out, and the genie says, I'll give each of you just one wish. Me first, says the assistant. I want to be in the Bahamas driving a speedboat without a care in the world. Poop, she's gone. Me next, says the sales rep. I want to be in Hawaii relaxing on the beach with my masseuse, an endless supply of pina coladas, and the love of my life. Poof, he was gone. Okay, you're up, the genie says to the manager. The manager says, I want those two back in the office after lunch. (laughs) (laughs) So just because you get what you want, it may not last that long, and you don't have a lot of control over it. So, (laughs) you know, that's it. And I think we can end today by saying, let's get to work on what's the most important thing to us, ourselves, and get ourselves to a place where we are successful, but not just successful, but actually being happy with the abundance that we can create. Thank you very much for joining me today, Terry. I really appreciate you coming in and talking. It's great fun. Thanks. Thank you, too. Successor Failure with Tom Legering and Terry Munther. Successor Failure is a Boomer and the Babe Enterprises radio production. Contact them at boomerandthebabe.com. Yeah.